Tomorrow's World Magazine, September-October 2019. Feature Article, Unhappily Ever After, by Gerald Weston, read by William Williams. Article Introduction. Events like Drag Queen Storytime are telling a truly disturbing story to kids today, and it won't have a very happy ending. Article begins. Young people today are being told a very different story than the one past generations have heard. In public schools, libraries, and academia, they are hearing a story that twists the meanings of familiar concepts and even the very understanding of what it means to be a boy or a girl, and you can be certain the tale won't have the happy ending the storytellers would have you believe. Consider Drag Queen Storytime, an event held during the Pride Month celebrations this past June in Albuquerque, New Mexico. According to the Albuquerque Journal, hundreds of small children and their parents showed up at the downtown library on June 15th, where self-described drag queens, quote-unquote, biological males dressed often outlandishly to imitate women, told stories and invited the kids to dance and sing tunes such as If You're Happy and You Know It and The Wheels on the Bus. No doubt these innocent little ones, mostly between the ages of three and seven, enjoyed the occasion and parents expressed delight at the opportunity to introduce their children to this defiance of established sexual roles. From the article, Drag Queen's Dazzle at Library Storytime, June 15, 2019. Quote, It's extremely important to let kids know that it's okay to be different and express themselves in ways that are outside of what society has said in the past is normal, end quote, said one of the drag queens who interacted with the children and read them stories with titles like Kindness Makes the World Go Round, We're All Wonders, and Celebrate You. Now, there's certainly nothing wrong with teaching children to be kind, but you can easily guess that kindness is not all these stories were about, and it is beyond the grasp of any sane person how kids could benefit from being told even the most seemingly wholesome stories by men wearing women's dresses and women's makeup. It may be distasteful even to read about this kind of information in a magazine such as Tomorrow's World, but we must face reality. These developments are more disturbing and dangerous than you're being led to think. The extreme behaviors pushed by the architects of these events are steadily becoming more accepted by mainstream society. Our world has come to the place where behavior once roundly condemned as deviant is now considered G-rated, quote-unquote, and suitable for even the youngest of children. And you and I are paying for it through our taxes, which help support public libraries and other institutions. Yes, social engineers are going after your children, and they are no longer in the closet about it, quote-unquote. They have been active for decades on university campuses, though many parents are not aware of the full extent of their activities. Most moms and dads are busy earning money to support their children's education. They believe that their children must go to university if they are to get a good job in the future, and they work hard to make it happen, unconcerned about what their children are actually taught and the true price to be paid for it all. After all, haven't they themselves been to university and survived? Yet the academic world of today is a far cry from the one they experienced only one or two generations ago. Subhead. What's behind the story? Drag Queen Storytime is a British offshoot of America's Drag Queen Story Hour, and both have the same objective. Indoctrinate children so that they will accept as normal that which is not normal. Albuquerque's contribution toward this goal was evidently a smashing success. Quote, kids and families of all ages packed into the downstairs room wearing rainbow clothes and colorful flower lease to listen to Cruz and Patrick's read aloud. Because of the positive reaction, library staff said they will probably make Drag Queen Storytime a regular event, end quote. That is not to say the event went unopposed. Quote, about five minutes into the first story, a woman in the back of the room shouted at the drag queens to stop hurting our children. 
She was booed by the audience and escorted out of the building by security, walking past a small group of protesters gathered outside the library, holding signs with such messages as Leave Kids Alone, Drag Queens Go Home, end quote, from the same source. In fact, strong protests against the activity were anticipated well in advance and turned up just as expected. There are obviously those who still recognize the danger overtaking society and feel they must speak out to keep the radicals from winning by default. But one must wonder how long such dissent, quote-unquote, will be allowed. According to DragQueenStoryTime.com, the program intends, quote, to capture the imagination and fun of the gender fluidity of childhood, while giving children glamorous, positive, and unabashedly queer role models, end quote. What must the parents who bring their children to such events be thinking? Are these really the individuals they want their children looking up to as role models, quote-unquote? What are they going to think when Johnny comes home declaring he wants to be just like the drag queen he once saw during story time at the public library? Is this what parents actually want for their children? If so, how sick? In the words of Judy Zuckerman, Director of Youth and Family Services at the Brooklyn Public Library, quote, Drag Queen Story Hour is a fun and important program that celebrates diversity in the way that children may dress and act. It encourages children to look beyond gender stereotypes and embrace unfettered exploration of self. Programs like DQSH encourage acceptance of difference and help to prevent bullying while providing an enjoyable literary experience, end quote. From DragQueenStoryHour.org Again, do parents really want their children to embrace unfettered exploration of self, quote-unquote? To be sure, self-expression, quote-unquote, is one of the many false gods of this age, but even putting that aside, do parents actually want their children to become drag queens and express themselves in behaviors that many people still understand to be fundamentally abnormal? Sadly, it is clear that some parents do want their children confused about their natural biology, as evidenced by the fact that some celebrities and others attempt to raise their children gender-neutral, quote-unquote. Subhead, The Unhappy Consequences of Terrible Storytelling Dr. Miriam Grossman, psychologist at the University of California, Los Angeles, no insignificant school of higher education, exposed a significant truth in her 2006 book, Unprotected. In an interview with National Review, Dr. Grossman discussed her work. Quote, I'm discussing a taboo topic here, the dangers of radical social agendas in my profession. My colleagues are well-intentioned and care deeply about their patients, but campus counseling centers are promoting the notion that men and women are the same. They are not educating young people about future and family. In these issues so central to campus health and counseling, we are failing our young people. End quote. From Unprotected, December 6, 2006. There is an agenda behind the social trends in our world. Sadly, too many people are oblivious to this and simply assume that the only motivation behind programs such as Drag Queen Storytime is to prevent bullying. Bullying is unacceptable, but what we see today is that the bullied have become the bullies, attempting to silence all opposition to their worldview. Frankly, those who have been bullied in the past are not always those pressing hardest to achieve these social changes. Leftist ideologues and anarchists have set about to destroy every vestige of the biblical design of the family, as Dr. Grossman explains in her book. Quote, there are 17 million students enrolled in our nation's colleges and universities. Many are still adolescents, impressionable and confused. They are at a critical point in their development, questioning who they are and what they want. As a parent, I know that behind most students are a mother and father who are worried, hoping, praying for their child. I want to warn them, in addition to binge drinking and date rape, there is another danger on campus that warrants your attention. 
you probably assume that if your child needs to visit the student health or counseling center, the physician or therapist will be a neutral agent, providing objective information and guidance. Think again. The nurse teaching your daughter about herpes, the social worker reassuring your son about his homosexual thoughts, these people may have a vision for social change that you don't share. They may see their jobs as an avenue for activism, and one of their goals is to influence your child. Their goal is an androgynous culture where the differences between male and female are discounted or denied, and the bond between them robbed of singularity. End quote. From the book Unprotected, from numeral pages 20 to 21. This radical agenda has taken root and is blooming among millennials, Gen Xers, and the media. The signs of it are clear for any to see. How far will it go? What can you as a parent or grandparent do? And is there any good news on the horizon? Subhead. An unhappy ending predicted. While these changes in our societies have seemingly come out of nowhere, they are not a surprise to followers of tomorrow's world. Oh yes, the degree, the speed, and the depth of the downward spiral are surprising, but the direction is not, for we have predicted the moral decline in our Western nations for decades. How bad it will get is difficult to say, but it will be far worse than we can imagine before it gets better, and rest assured, it will eventually get better. Serious students of history recognize that great nations and empires eventually decline and fall, but we have an even greater source that reveals the future of the British-descended peoples and America, and for that matter the future of the whole world. That source is the Bible, and its predictions are as sure as the rising and setting sun. The biblical prophet Isaiah warned the people of his day, Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 10. The two cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were known for aberrant sexual behaviors. To this day, the terms sodomize and sodomy carry a negative connotation. Few students of the Bible, much less those who are not, recognize that Isaiah's prophecies were addressed not only to the Jews of his day, but also to the house of Israel, composed of the descendants of the brothers of Judah living at the time of the end. God commanded against cross-dressing. A woman shall not wear anything that pertains to a man, nor shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all who do so are an abomination to the Lord your God. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5. This is not referring to women wearing pants designed for women, or to a Scotsman wearing a kilt. Rather, the instruction of Scripture is that God wants a clear distinction, not confusion. Men are to be men, and women are to be women. No doubt this is where Paul was coming from when he declared, does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a dishonor to him? 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14, before going on to explain that women should generally have longer hair than men. God does not take the promotion of the LGBTQA plus lifestyles lightly. The Apostle Paul made this abundantly clear in Romans chapter 1, verses 24 to 27, denouncing not only the participants in such lifestyles, but also those allies who approve of them. Romans chapter 1, verse 32. Those faithful to God are to diligently pray for society and warn of the sins that are overtaking it, though they are not permitted to carry out judgment. Nevertheless, God's word and will are clear. Mankind's rejection of his ways will exact a heavy price, especially near the time of the end, when his wrath will be made known. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 1, Romans chapter 1 verse 18. The term LGBTQA plus used above is far from complete in representing the collection of quote-unquote lifestyles championed by today's sexual anarchists. But you need to understand the last two characters in that label. The A stands for allies, those who approve of and promote these behaviors. And the plus indicates that the list of strange behaviors is not yet complete. 
who can predict what new behavior will yet be added to this politically correct, protected list, quote-unquote. Subhead, Speak the Truth in Love Lest anyone misunderstand the Bible's message, it is important to take all scriptures into account. The Bible clearly condemns cross-dressing and other behaviors it calls abominable. But at the same time, the Bible holds out real hope for deceived individuals caught up in such behaviors. Far more hope than can ever be found among those self-righteous individuals who understand the words of God but refuse to change in response to them. The Bible addresses that attitude, recording Christ's condemnation of those who saw his miracles but refused to repent of their sins. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. Matthew chapter 11, verse 21, and verses 23 and 24. We must speak the truth. There is a profound difference between right and wrong, and the word of God determines that difference. We must remember that ultimately we are all sinners who must each repent of our own evil deeds. We should never take it upon ourselves to mete out God's judgments, realizing that the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. James chapter 1, verse 20. Instead, we should pray for mercy upon all. To better understand how God is working out an opportunity for all to come to repentance, contact one of our offices on page 4 and request our free publication, Is This the Only Day of Salvation? Or read it at tomorrowsworld.org. The prophet Jeremiah offers an apt description of the modern house of Israel. For my people are foolish, they have not known me. They are silly children, and they have no understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good they have no knowledge. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 22. When adults act as silly children, quote-unquote, teaching their kids to applause those dismissive of biological facts and to reject even the most obvious of truths, what can we expect? The prophet Hosea gives the answer. Notice this chilling warning. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest, or in other words, a teacher of what is right, for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. Subhead. Why God's Anger? It is easy for many to misunderstand God's plan, His purpose, and why He condemns certain actions. When He gave the Ten Commandments, it was not to punish man, but to show us that some actions are always wrong and will bring about pain and suffering. At least three of His commandments specifically protect the family. The command to honor your mother and father the command not to commit adultery, and the command not to covet that which belongs to your neighbor, including his or her spouse. Exodus chapter 20, verses 12, 14, and 17. The Ten Commandments are also recorded in Deuteronomy chapter 5, where God deplored the fact that His people did not have it in their hearts to obey Him. Notice why He wishes we would obey Him. Oh, that they had such a heart in them that they would fear Me and always keep all My commandments, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Verse 29. Yes, God knows best. He knows what works and what does not. God is love, 1 John chapter 4, verses 8 and 16. And His law is the law of liberty, James chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. It liberates us from actions and addictions that bring pain and enslavement. God commands parents to teach their children His ways for their good. Right after rehearsing the Ten Commandments, Moses instructed parents, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, 
when you lie down and when you rise up. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 and 7. This command is very direct, and parents who fail to put it into practice put their children in danger. Does teaching tolerance toward others who think and act differently from ourselves involve supporting the delusions of those who are confused about how they were created? Should we approve lifestyles that are contrary to the way of life our Creator designed for us? Should we introduce such behavior to children while they are too young to understand what it is all about? Or rather, shouldn't we simply teach our children to be kind to all people, while at the same time teaching them clarity about right and wrong? The message of tomorrow's world is that there is a time coming when our world will be taught very differently than it is today. The devil, who is promoting the course of this current evil world, will be removed no longer allowed to confuse people about who and what they are and about the great purpose God has in mind for them. The law of God will be the foundation of knowledge. Children will grow up with two loving parents, one male, the other female, who will instruct them in the right way. In the meantime, shame on parents who confuse their children by exposing them to a harmful, deceptive, agenda-driven story. May we suggest the booklet, The Ten Commandments, God defines morality for our good. This informative booklet will help you understand God's most fundamental laws. Request this free printed booklet from the regional office nearest you or order at tomorrowsworld.org. PDF, EPUB, and Kindle are also available. Article ends.